Welcome to How To Feel Better with me, Ruth Kudzie. How You Feel Better is an inside job and we're gonna be delving into ways that you can enhance the way that you feel about yourself and lead a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm Ruth Kudzie, a master certified coach, best-selling author and coach trainer, and I'm delighted to have you here. We often hear how social media is negative. We know that actually it can be detrimental to our mental health, our emotional health. And what I'm going to be talking about today, of course, is how we can reduce any negative impact, but also how can we use social media for good? Because like anything in life, it's not black and white. There is always so many shades of grey and so much nuance. And I want to talk about how social media really helped me to build a business, to reduce my isolation and to build great relationships. I think that we can always look at how we interact with things and really consider, okay, what is going to be the most helpful way for me to do this? And over the last seven years where I've been online for a lot of the time, I've definitely learned a lot of these things as well as backing it up with some science and some data. Of course, as somebody who runs an online business, social media becomes part of that. And it is so easy to go to the things that maybe are detrimental. And I'm going to talk about those first because then we're going to go into how we can use it to help us feel better. So when we're thinking about how social media may not be helpful, we're looking at things like comparison. I hope we all know social media shows people's highlight reels. It shows a window into people's lives. Now, everybody is able to curate and edit that. If you were living with somebody 24-7, what they show on social media would be different. And I know that this sometimes gets people into uh, what is authentic and what is not authentic. But equally, we usually don't tell our friends, our acquaintances, those things you know, in our life that maybe we're not so proud of. Or if we do, as the great Amy Porterfield says, we share the scar rather than the scab, unless they are people who are very close to us. And what that means is we often talk about things after we've gone through them, or we share things with our nearest and dearest. And I don't think this is any different on social media. If we've got a big audience, or if we have got a very public profile, we're unlikely to share the things that are really impacting us. Otherwise, it becomes like picking a scab until we've gone through them. So comparison, you know, and actually this, we can do this in two ways. We can compare ourselves to others and we can all do this and we can think, oh, I'm so glad that I'm not X or isn't it great that I'm not Y? And I feel that this can be as detrimental to comparing ourselves with others and making us feel that we're not good enough. Because ultimately, when we compare ourselves to anybody, we're making a judgment about our status and we're also making a judgment about them. And the more that we judge others, the more that we compare where we are to others, the more that can make us feel 
lacking. Because ultimately, it's really easy to see what someone says, and this is a lot of what coaching is, see what somebody says, see how someone looks, and therefore make a snap judgment. But when we're doing that, we're not looking at anything about their context. We're not understanding their narratives. We're not understanding where they're coming from. And really, I find it incredibly limiting and probably not that great for my own mental health. Because again, this can lead into black and white thinking. This can lead into us going, that person is good. That person is not good. And I see this a lot online. I see people making judgments about other people. And when we are being that harsh about others, when we're not treating them with compassion, when we're not saying, oh, okay, maybe that's not for me. However, I don't need to pile in on this person. I don't need to spend my energy judging them. I don't need to you know, step into a space where maybe it is about being negative about people. Because talking about people, being negative about people, isn't going to make you feel better. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with everybody. And of course, having debate and talking about topics and engaging with people is one of the ways that we learn. But really thinking about what am I saying about them? What am I making that to be true about this window that I'm seeing into their lives? And what makes me spend energy focused on these people maybe I don't know rather than focused on me and the people that I do know and the people that are important. So think about how you're interacting on social media and consider and reflect, one of my favorite things to do, on when you are comparing yourself and when you are looking at people and thinking, okay, well, that they must be an X person. They must be a Y person. Because ultimately... If somebody is activating you, often it's a sign of two things. First of all, it might be a sign that they're doing something that you aspire to do. So maybe you're seeing somebody who has got the job that you want, who has got the relationship that you perceive that you want, has got the family that you perceive that you want. So again, it's a great way to go, "Mm, okay, let's look internally. Let's reflect on what I'm seeing there and what I'm making it mean about what I want. And actually, what do I want? It's really easy to look online and look at, I'm just going to give an example, somebody in their private jet, you know, with their champagne lifestyle and all of this, and you're at home and you're thinking, oh my gosh, well, that person must be X, Y, and Z. How do you know? And what is it about that that makes you feel that you're going to step into that judgmental point of view. And often it's fear, might be jealousy, you know, we all have these emotions, or it might be something else. So really dig into you and those feelings and reflect and learn. You know, these are such great learning opportunities. We might be activated by something that is, that makes us feel, you know, that we are way away from where we want to be. It might be that they're doing something that we really want to do. And if that's the case, okay, well, how can I get closer to that? And also it's a great reflection point as well to look at what makes me really want that? What is it about what they're doing that I really aspire to? 
And how could I get there? What could I do? And then often we can be activated by people who are displaying things that we have that maybe we do not like so much about ourselves. So maybe that's, you know, talking about our shadow side, but we see people doing things and maybe that's something that we really are trying to dumb down or we're trying to lessen about ourselves or we're trying to do some work on. So when we're activated in that way, again, it's a great reflection point. What is it about this that I do not believe is desirable? How could I acknowledge that part of me? And what do I need to change? And finally, we are activated by people who are displaying things that remind us of people in the past and maybe of situations that we were in. And again, all of this can be happening to our nervous system. So when I'm talking about activated, it's often that it makes us feel a certain way. And that can put us into a nervous system response where we're seeing some kind of psychological threat to our safety. And that closes down our thinking. It means that we don't have as much energy in our prefrontal cortex and the surrounding areas to make proper decisions. So we go into that threat mode. So again, if it's reminding us of something in the past, taking a step back, thinking about what we need to process it, reflecting. And reflection is one of those things. You know, people say, oh, is that journaling? It could be, but it could literally just be stepping away, taking a moment, thinking. It could be doing some dancing to get out of our nervous system response or doing some breathing, you know, all of these things sitting in silence, just giving ourselves some space because space enables us to make sense. So first of all, comparison, really think about what that is saying to you. And I'd say as well, we could have isolation and yeah, I'm going to talk about the power of social media in actually enabling us to build relationships, but equally looking at how it may make us feel isolated. And I think the real key here is that we need to consider what we're doing offline as well as online and building relationships which are not only online. And that might be different for different people, but thinking about how can I ensure that my relationships go deeper? And You know, I am going to say that the amount of time that we spend online is important. There is some evidence that the longer that we spend online, the longer that we spend on social media, the higher things like our anxiety are. So think about this. Think about how you're rationing it. Um, Think about all of those things because the lower amount of time that we're spending online or the amount that we're spending could help us reduce things like anxiety. So again, be mindful, be observant of how you're feeling. You know, and if a particular platform or particular people are making you feel a certain way, of course do the reflection, but then move on. Think, okay, this isn't making me feel good. And if it's not making me feel good and I'm processing those emotions, maybe it's not right for me. Because social media works by giving us small bits of dopamine, creating those pleasure pathways. And when we have dopamine, what we're doing is we are effectively rewiring our brain for pleasure. 
And every time that we anticipate that we're going to have some pleasure, we repeat the behavior. So what can happen is we can get a dopamine overload and that is detrimental to our well-being. It's detrimental to actually that balance in our lives. So really, really consider, really, really consider how we actually look at our dopamine and our responses. So always interesting to appreciate, okay, what is the purpose for me being on here? What am I learning being on here? And what do I want to take forward? You know, how much time do I want to spend? And the other part of social media that can be dark is that cyberbullying, that abuse, that negativity. I never think, and I know actually for years of experience studying psychology, if we are being nasty about other people, It is a reflection on what we feel about ourselves. And if we're being publicly vilifying others, then often that is a reflection on us. And what I'm going to say here is that if you're online, if you put yourself out there, it may, well, people won't like you. That's a fact of life. And they won't like you because guess what? You'll be activating something in them. So when you go on social media, remember that think about who you want to connect with and also think about who's important in your life. If you do experience cyberbullying or negativity and it's impacting how you feel, get support. I have over the years really struggled with this and getting the right support, getting therapy actually massively helped me. There was a time when My anxiety was through the roof because things were being said about me. And I knew that I couldn't control the narrative. And I'm self-aware enough to know that sometimes there was an element of truth that people are sharing. And I know that, you know, all of these other emotions can be there. So often, you know, people, people share things which they know might hurt others. And I'm really, you know, in all my lived experience, that never makes you feel better if you're the person sharing it. All it does is cause psychological harm to everybody. So what I would say is if you are experiencing negativity, if there are things going on, reach out for help and support. Remember that those people, it's like bullying. The people that bully other people often that have been bullied and that becomes their template that becomes how they believe that they need to live their lives so if you are experiencing any of that ask for help and support remember that you're never alone so those are things that I would say can be detrimental and we've talked about how we can help them but actually social media can be a really powerful tool for us It can allow us to communicate and build relationships. I'm in touch with family and clients and friends who live all over the world. And that's great. It means that I am able to widen my network. I'm also in touch with experts and different people. So for example, I was recently diagnosed with ADHD. I'm also going through the menopause. I can find the right people, the right people to support me and I can find experts and I never would have been able to do that. 
it enables you to find new communities and it enables you to build relationships with people who've got similar interests or ambitions that you might not have been able to usually meet in your day-to-day life. When I started my business, I didn't really know that many business people and I was at home with my daughters and so I was like, okay, social media enabled me to start building connections with people, people who had similar outlooks and interests and over time we took those relationships offline. So it allows you to Start building new relationships and widening your circle and your network, as well as keeping in touch with people who you have known for years. And I think that is one of the biggest things, connection. We can use social media for connection. And that is about getting to know people. For me, this is one of the massive benefits of social media. And actually, as a business owner, this is why I do not outsource anymore and I have in the past and it's never worked I don't outsource things like engagement on social media because actually for me I want to build genuine connections which means getting to know people which means maybe having a chat with somebody in the dms seeing their stories connecting with them on what's similar and that isn't about sales that's about getting to know people it's why I first started doing facebook groups because I wanted to build relationships Because actually, when you work with people that you have a level of a relationship, it's so much more fun. And for me, you know, I I want fun in my life. I want excitement. So social media helps you to strengthen your existing network, keep in touch with family and friends, and really build that network from there. It also allows you to, and again, using your discretion, but it allows you to understand people, different people's viewpoints. I know that I often learn from social media because I listen. And I think that when we go in there and we look at people's different viewpoints and we're able to put judgment on the side, it can change the way that we think. I know that Adam Grant, one of my favorite authors in his book, Think Again, talks about how if we look at other people's perspective, if we challenge this, then it can enable us to think differently. So actually, going onto social media, widening our circle, not only looking at people that agree with us, but having dialogue with those that don't, can help us build new connections in our brain. It can help us see things differently. And it can help us to really look at things from other people's views and other people's lenses. Because again, very rarely are things black and white. I find that social media can be fantastic for when you're going through hard times. People do genuinely care about other people. I would say the vast majority of people that I've met in life care. And you can get, you know, from building those networks, from that side, you can get emotional support. I know we recently went through a big family bereavement and even people liking and commenting on that, it does mean something. It means something when you know that somebody else, even if you only know them fleetingly, cares. And I know that, you know, there was so much more than that. There's so much more than building deep relationships. But sometimes just knowing that people care can make you feel better. And, you know, it can also be a great way of, experimenting with your identity, you know, really thinking about what you love and maybe what you want to learn more of. 
You know, all of these things can be really, really positive for all of us. So when we're thinking about social media, when we're thinking about how can we be more impactful, what I'm going to say for you is consider how you're interacting with it. Consider who is on your feed. Consider, you know, where you are learning, where you are building new relationships, where you're able to connect with people who share similar interests and be intentional. You don't need to be on social media 24-7. You can choose. And remember, you can choose. So if you're feeling that your use is getting too much, take a step back. What I have done over the years is curated my feed. So I now have people on my feed who do make me feel good, who challenge my thinking, who maybe have different approaches to me. I'm all about what can I learn about the world and what can I learn about me and what can I learn about people? And when I see people who are, their feed is focused on negativity, it's probably not the place that I want to hang out. Now, it doesn't mean it's a reflection on those people. When I feed my diet, when I feed my brain with more challenge, but also with more positivity and learning, I feel better. So I would say if you want social media to be helpful for you rather than unhelpful, consider the diet. Consider where you're spending your time. Think about where you feel good. Think about where you feel challenged. Think about where you learn. Think about where you're meeting like-minded people and choose those as the places that you hang out. I really hope that you find this podcast one of those places that is positive for you, that helps you to feel better. And if there is anything that you want me to have on here, just let me know. Take care. I hope that you've got some practical things that you can take away so that you can feel better. If you have enjoyed this episode or if you've got any feedback at all for me, hop on over to Insta, find me at Ruth Kidsey and drop me a message. I will be delighted to talk to you. Take care.